Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello, good evening and welcome to uh, the Spurs Show. There you go. Season tell. Good timing. Good timing. That's our main guest. We're just padding out. Come in. Come on in, Graham. Come on in. We're just padding. How are you? How are you? Graham Roberts in the room. We're joining us in half an hour. There he is. You've got, you got, you got three bozos before the main event. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, downloading another Spurs show. Uh, for those in your room, this is uh, a live event. The Spurs show season ticket holder event. You too can be one of these nights by simply going to season.spurshow.net and you like the sort of, I don't know, 50 people here who've got season tickets uh, can come along and, and join us. Uh, tonight, two guests. Uh, one, uh, uh, a, 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 a very dear friend, a regular man who helps out in a lot of these live events. The voice... Uh, uh, Hold on, uh, careful. careful. Will, Willie, Willie, Mo- Willie Morgan's here. in the room, so be yeah. careful okay. for crying out loud. The, the, Just the, the, use dates, we may get away with the it. The current voice. <laughs> They're original, yeah, yeah, Willie, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the voice, the man you see now at, at the pitch at Wembley every home game. Uh, but you don't hear. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't hear because yeah. of the awful PA there. Mr. Paul Coit. Thank you, thank you. And also joining us, the man I'm, I'm delighted to have here, a, a gentleman I've been wanting to get on the show for a long, long time, world football editor of Reuters for 24 years. Uh, Reuters, when he was in the helm there, he covered and attended nine World Cups, 26 Champions League finals, 40 FA Cup finals, and wrote a book, The History of the FA Cup. History of the FA Cup, and as, as, as obviously as a Spurs fan, watched Spurs over twelve hundred times. A bit like whispering Bob Harris, he just had a throat operation, so he'll be whispering his answers. Please welcome yeah, Mike Collett. 
I just want to say what a, what a great fellow Mike is because yeah, I'd get I'd get I used to get messages from from Mike when he was working for Reuters, usually saying that was a crap interview, that was terrible, that was no, but always very nice. So so no, seriously, thank you, Mike. I always appreciate that. Pleasure, mate. It was no, a pleasure. Right. But I don't ever. It, hold on, it was you, wasn't it? It no, was. It was. Me. It wasn't you. It was Martin Lipton. There you go. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and uh, Martin Lipton was on the show just before Christmas. Great book all about White Hart Lane. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lo- lovely interviews with you in that book. Well, I edited the book. And, uh, oh, did you? I didn't know that. You edited Oh, okay. And put quite a few interviews in there about my life with Spurs, yeah. which really began in 1964. So... Uh, Long association with uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Can I ask a question? How many uh, on the press corps? How many Spurs are there compared to other clubs? I mean, and, and does it is it known who everybody supports? Well, yes, it is actually. Right. There's a lot of Spurs fans in the media. You wouldn't think so. Exactly. You yeah, 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 yeah. Spurs <laughs> implosion. Poch going. Kane going. Yeah. Liverpool unlucky. I mean, <laughs> really. <Yeah. laughs> that leaves me. That leads me, although we'll come into it, right into, well... Get on your soapbox now, Mike. I will get on my soapbox now, because I am so really upset with my former Fleet Street colleagues. Every time Spurs drop a point, or we get beaten, or we don't play to the max, you get headlines like this, dire warning. Yeah. (laughs) Or you get headlines like this, Spurs struggling to keep up the pace with Kane's ambition. And these stories are based on absolutely nothing, I believe. And I think... I think they do us a terrible disservice. The underlying kind of message is that we're not a big enough club to keep hold of our best players, that we're not a big enough club to keep hold of our great manager, etc., etc. Liverpool lost last night to Swansea. There is not one story in the paper today compared to this kind of rubbish. No, like Klopp under pressure. Nothing like that whatsoever. But we draw a point or two. No, every team is going to win every game. Why is it, so Mike? What, what, what do you so think? Why, why, is, why, why is it? Is it this? There's, there's why a is it? Because I JFK, Grassy Knoll. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is. That's where we're going, isn't it? That's it. No, seriously. What, why is that? Then I think it's because, um, despite the fact that Spurs have a number of reporters and media people who support the club. It's not always them who report on Spurs, as we know. I think what it is, is there is a conservatism, if you like, among the media, especially the Fleet Street media, that likes the fact that it's Arsenal, United, City, Chelsea, Liverpool. We've crashed the party in the last four or five years, especially the last two or three years. So we're an easy target for these kind of stories which have no grounding in fact. And that's why I think it happens. It's an easy headline. It's an easy story. This nonsense about Kane, £200 million to Real Madrid, he's already chosen the number 10 shirt. Where does it come from? You know, it comes from some reporter in Spain, 
either making it up or somebody here with a with a contact with a you know agent we've all had contacts with agents and they feed them the line and then they can justify it because if you read these stories they all say report it's reported that it's assumed that it is such a who's reported it other journalists with the same axe to grind so i would not take any notice of this stuff but also you know had, had the obviously fans of a certain age now you know with the whole internet and social media you know, and again, there's, there's, there's sites like News Now, which I go on every day, and has all the collated Tottenham news. There's so much what journalists call clickbait stories that you see the headline and you click on. There was one today about Spurs fans up in arm about striking or leaving, and it turned out some youth player has gone always to, is some youth player, gone though, to yeah, yeah, Exeter yeah. or somewhere <laughs> or whatever you like, and I've clicked it. Someone has made some money somewhere by me doing that. You and had to buy a sofa of, before you saw the that, whole story, yeah. though, didn't you? That was the <laughs> I thing. I did, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. So arriving to must, must stay in. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that as well, you know, being an ex-editor must be even more frustrating. The journalists have to do that to get paid. Well, it's like, you know, they... I read a story about ten days ago. A friend of Harry Kane is convinced he's going to Madrid. How does any journalist get old? <laughs> <laughs> How does any journalist, and I never knew how to do this, get hold of a friend of Harry Kane? How do you know who Harry Kane's friends are? And how are you going to get his mobile phone number? I don't even know the mobile number of my friends. You just, you know, Louis, Sean. Because you haven't got any, because you're a journalist, that's why. (laughs) You just click on their names. All that stuff. Honestly, but it really upsets me. Listen, Mike, I, what, can I ask one more question, though? Is that going back over your... Over your and, and, I, you know, and we, we all respect the hell out of you, but have you ever made one up in the past? Have you ever thought, no? <laughs> Seriously, has ever thought, you know Surely what, there's a whisper there. Made up some Arsenal stories in your time, <laughs> just to get at them. Come on. I couldn't possibly <laughs> But the answer's no. Right, good for you. Fair enough, you see. There's still some honourable men in Fleet Street, or were. Uh, uh, exactly. Uh, right, so um, just before we sort of get into the meat of the show, uh, don't forget this season, uh, the Spurs show is uh, backed uh, by Labbrooks, bringing you plenty of specials. New subscribers can have up to £50 of free bets matched at. Just go to bet.spurshow.net. So, I don't know, put 20 in there, put 20 in, put 30 in there, put 30 in, up to £50. Uh, we'll be tweeting this later. Uh, don't forget, people here tonight uh, are here because they are very kindly Spurs Show season ticket holders. You can still become a Spurs Show season ticket holder and come to these lovely small intimate events. Uh, our next one is February the 27th with Anna Mullery. We'll then have one in March and April, then our end of season show. And I think it's now it's like £10 a month. You and a guest get in. So please... Like many people here, really appreciate it. Support the podcast, which obviously we do all for free. So thank you so much for doing that and do that as well. Just go to season.spurshow.net and you can be at wonderful nights like tonight. Right, um, we, well, we've got to kind of look back, um, really, uh, as we always do, at the game of the weekend. We went on Sunday. It was the only Sunday game, which is quite yeah. unusual. Sitting at home going, what's on today? Oh, it's just us. It's quite weird. Yeah. That was it. 
And obviously, um, a, a, a very disappointing result and performance, slightly tempered by the result yesterday in Swansea, whereby you go, oh, we've actually gained a point now, if you, if you look at it week on week, you know, round of games. But, um, Paul, I mean, obviously, you, you, you work at the club and, and you, you know, you sort of see the mechanism. I'm sitting think, thinking, don't start with me. Whatever well, you go. <laughs> you know, but no, it was, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's funny about the press. It's sort of drip-fed out now that yeah. there was, obviously, well, Hugo Luis missed the game. Christian Eriksen missed the game. There were other players uh, suffering with this flu that we've all got friends and family. They've all got it. Yeah. I mean, that obviously affected the, 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 the performance, presumably. Well, you know, we watched it. And let's face it, we all sat there thinking, oh, God, no, we should be beating them. Then there's this Twitter storm. And it just, it just amazes me sometimes that people just get so carried away. We drew a game. We drew an away game on Sunday, everybody. And yeah, it was Southampton. Yes, we should have won, but we drew an away game and ended up Liverpool lost at Swansea. So all that Twitter storm then just dies into nothing. Thank goodness, look, it's happened to Liverpool as well. It wasn't a great game. We didn't play great. Yes, we missed Christian Eriksen. It's always interesting when it doesn't matter who's missing. If we're having a game and it's not going well, anybody, you, the amount of people that will jump on someone that's missing, it's them. It's because Lamella's been so injured for so long. It's because Eriksen's... It's because... Look, we, we drew a game. It wasn't great. We'll move on. And, and that was it I mean, uh, we, we've, we've touched on the show before, Mike. It'd be interesting to get your perspective from the sort of press background. You know, in the last... I don't know how... What, three, four, five years, Twitter. More and more people on it. Twitter and yeah. Facebook, whatever. I mean, personally, if, if, if I'm not at a game, I, I, I won't go on it. I'm watching the game. I don't understand now that people now will see. I do. do this I don't want to. I can't, I can't help I can't. myself. I can't. Yeah. I can't because of the sort of comments and yeah. the, and you kind of find yourself wanting to go back and go. You know, give them a chance. I mean, yeah. as a fan, surely the first thing you do, rain or pour, whatever, is you get behind your team. And I'm staggered by the amount of. There's always a scapegoat over the years. You know, we've got. I mean, over the years, you know, whether it was I don't know. You know Mitchell Thomas or someone that def- you know another main mainly defenders. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not when he was at Spurs, but there's certain players that yeah. fans get on the bat. The one now is, is obviously Sissoko, yeah. probably because the the press mentioned that it was thirty million pound. It was a lot of money. Did he support Arsenal? Or whatever. There's always one, isn't there, Mike? And it's yeah, just sort of yeah, yeah. It doesn't doesn't help anyone, does it? Um, but what I think happens is that. A lot of people watch a match on a telly, or you can be there, and you can come away and you think, yeah, we didn't play well, we should have won that. The West Ham game recently was a case in point. That was a hell of a disappointing one-all draw at Wembley, a game we all thought we were going to win. You go to Southampton, they're battling for their lives, it's a muddy, well, not muddy pitch, very wet pitch, Bad conditions. Southampton are battling for everything. Yes, we should have won it. But in the circumstances, just a few years ago, we'd have taken a one-all draw at Southampton. And I think a lot of people's impressions and, and opinions <clears throat> me, are shaped by what the pundits say on Sky, who have got an axe to grind, who, um, or... Well, they're reading the paper the next day. Yes, it was disappointing. But after we beat Real Madrid 3-1 at Wembley, 
we all came away from that game thinking that was one of the greatest nights ever in Tottenham's history. Yeah, so have, we been, have we been spoiled now? Is that what it is? is well, it? no, but I was just going to say, Paul, the next day you read stories, you listen to the pundits. Yeah, but Real Madrid had a weakened side out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, can't, we can't do right yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. And I do think, I do think, you know, we all know this, that the Premier League is two kind of leagues now. The top six may be in the rest. And if you don't, and this is the modern age, if you don't win every game, 4-0, 3-1, 3-0 is like a calamity. I think, yes, we all agreed. It was a disappointing result on Sunday. And as Paul says, it was not the end of the world. If we win the next three games, tough games, this will be forgotten. It'd just be a bit of a blip. Yeah. You know, but the modern way of dealing with every little thing is so over the top. And it's out of context, isn't it? It's out of proportion. But as Spurs fans, uh, you know, going back is from, from the first games I saw, you know, we all like to have a shout. We all like to have a moan. You know, and everybody's got the right to. You know, Absolutely. you pay your money and, and you, you should be allowed to say whatever you want and feel. You know, we, we've had this discussion. Do you think we're wor- worse than other supporters? In, in, in this kind of moany kind of You know of what? No, I, don't. Well, I, don't, I don't think it was bad as, no, as but, that down you know, the road. But we all like to... Really? You know, I, I, I think, Mike, well, you could probably answer that better because usually every game that I've been to is Spurs anyway. But, mm. you know, we've all had a good old go over the years. And even when, you know, this is going to the other end of the spectrum, but if people want to have a shout and have a boot, you know, do whatever you like. But it doesn't help. Mm. But you've got every right to do whatever. But when the Twitter stuff starts coming out... That just starts getting out of control. That's when you but, just think, but, what is this based on? But that, but it doesn't, it's not, a f- oh, I, hope, I hope it's not affecting players. I hope players are sitting at home going, oh, no, they don't like me. But, you know, <laughs> you don't know, do you? Um, I've got just on the pitch, you. I think Spurs fans, I think, uh, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm trying to remember now. There's obviously times at halftime at White Hart Lane when certain years you'd all kind of oh absolutely boom what's that just when I came on Paul Coit but I've got to tell you one story as bad as Chelsea or Arsenal I've got to tell you one story and I hate to talk about the other smaller club in North London but this is an indication of I've never forgotten this it was when they were doing quite well winning doubles and stuff and Bergkamp and Overmars and all the rest of them we're doing fantastic. My seat in the press box was right in front of these two season ticket holders. And they were right behind me. I could hear every word they said every match. And it's indicative of football fans. They happen to be from the Arsenal, but, you know, be that as it may. Bergkamp had a poor match one game. Or missed a sitter or something. And over miles, fluffed a pass. These two geezers started moaning. <laughs> oh, bloody get rid of these two, you know. Blah, blah, blah. It went on for a good half an hour. Yeah. I almost turned round and said something to them, but I didn't professionally. I had to keep neutral. But that is the greatest indication of what we're like as fans, you know. And I think every club is like that, really. No, fair enough. I mean, I sort of think that. I mean, it was. It's funny we were talking about things that are mentioned. I was mentioning to Terry before. We were talking about, you know, Sanchez, who, I mean, Sanchez, Dias, Asoko, 
they all made errors and misplaced passes. But you kind of then look back and forget. It was never, not, none of the best picked up on it. Near the end, was it Buffal? Had an absolute chance for yeah, them to yeah. win the game. And Sanchez put a brilliant block in. And again, as fans, you forget. Because almost like you're used to these great defenders doing this. And what is it about fans that sometimes you don't remember these, you know, you could call them bread and butter if you're a really good defender. That's what I'm paid to do. I dive in front of the ball. But you do just, it's the, it's the errors always, especially Spurs fans. We can all remember, if you go, what's the greatest games you go to? It'd be like top five. The worst games and you'll reel them out. Yeah. You know, you're absolutely reel out. Is, is that, do you think that's just indicative of all of all? Football fans, yeah, or I do, do you think actually. it's more in our DNA? Well, we've had more to complain about the last, <laughs> <laughs> the last 35 years, but I think it's all fans. I think it's all fans. You know, people like to go to a match and fend off a bit of speed and scream and shout, especially if the bloke you're shouting at is earning 200 grand a week. And he has a good opportunity to put him in his place. So I think that all fans are the same. I think that we, in the last two or three years, I think there's been a big change, irrespective of the fact we're at Wembley now. And the atmosphere is different, isn't it? Obviously. Maybe our expectations have been raised a bit. Mm. And when we get a draw like Sunday, we're more deflated than we might have been five or ten years ago. We drew, like, ten years we ago, drew we away. We ten drew years away. Ago, we'd have lost that game. Everything's a disaster. That Buffal would have put that in and we'd go, we've actually lost the game. That's, there lies the difference with the resilience in this current team, I think. So, Mike, do you, do you cheer when, you, when you're sitting there writing? Are you allowed, can you stand up? Can you no, show your emotion? No. What do you do? So, a huge game. Box, no. Never, Paul, never. When I was in the press box and I saw hundreds of games yeah. at White Hart Lane in the press box, Never once. There was a good mate of mine. We equalised that Highbury. He was a Spurs fan. He stood up and cheered and got thrown out of the press box. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot. It was worth it though, wasn't it? (laughs) You cannot do it. And I just used to sit there when we scored and just go like this. So what's the the most uncomfortable, the most excited that you think you've got when you've been working and you're sitting there and you've got to keep a poker face and you're thinking, I just want to go bananas and I've got to... Why our lane, it was in the press box. I think it was the Inter Milan game, actually. Yeah. I think it was... Well, yeah. um, But there were so many, Paul, you know, there were so many. Um, What about away, like Stamford Bridge, Highbury, Upton Park? There must be certain things where you want to... Just go ape shit and you can't. Okay. <laughs> Upton Park fear takes over though, doesn't it then? Yeah. You know, you don't even raise an eyebrow when you win a corner for crying out loud, you may be killed. So. <laughs> I, I, train, I trained myself over the years to actually sit there like this. You know, especially at times you might have been sitting next to the press officer or somebody from... West Ham Club or Arsenal, wherever. And no, no, I kept very, very neutral. And after the game, I would have a good, yeah, we did them. But also, also. See, we thought it was a great job. This is like the most difficult job in the world now. <laughs> also, you're working. You've got to watch both sides. That was the hardest thing. That was the hardest thing to do, to watch the other team, because your natural inclination is just to watch Tottenham. 
but you've got to watch the other team and you've got to give a balanced report even if we've won five nil <laughs> or we've lost five or whatever so you uh you had your professional hat on and over the years i never took it off really not in the press box fair enough well look we're going to look back at some of those memories and look ahead and obviously what the fa cup at the weekend after this very short break The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Uh, you're joining us in the Spurs Show. We're live here at the All Beyond Great Portland Street. Uh, we're obviously talking about the Southampton game. Now we're looking ahead to, I think, you know, I don't want to put the mockers on it, but I think... You're not going to say that potential banana well, skin you know, word, Poch, are you? I think, you know, I mean, that was, what was the... Um, the win, was it Wimbledon we played in the last round, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, Kane starting. I think, you know, he hasn't said it, but quite clearly, yeah. we're up for the cup. And um, we've got BT Sport Live in Newport County. Uh, you know, I did, well, how many tickets they give to Spurs? It's not that many. I've got seven. Seven. <laughs> yeah. 1,600 of us will be there. Well, probably far more than that, as, as ever. There'll be the black market will be doing well. Um, Newport County. Um, what are your, your mem? I mean, I, I, I know certain, you know, certain... Uh, where we have been, um, you know, the, 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 the giant being culled in these certain games. Any memories? I mean, you, you've a whole, 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 oh, yeah. whole history of the FA Cup. Obviously, commentary 87 was one that we all yeah. remember. But, in the, but the really lower... The lower teams. point for me was I was with Mark Lucero, who is here tonight, Sean McDonough. We went to Port Vale, 89. We went there, and that was an absolute horror show. <laughs> That was the worst point in the cup for me. Um, I wrote a book about the FA Cup a few years ago, and um, I still think to this day the greatest FA Cup upset of all time is Walsall beating Arsenal in 1933. Some some people here remembered that. Yeah, I think I think Willie Morgan uh, commented on anyway. They said at the time, the Warsaw team cost less than Arsenal's bootlaces. And, uh, and Herbert Chapman, who was the manager, took it for granted. They would have beat him, left out half the side. They got walloped. That's still the greatest cup upset for me. I mean, Arsenal, Ooh. when I remember, in my memory, late 80s was Wrexham. Wrexham. With Mickey was, Thomas, who dived was, many times for was United against Tottenham. Yeah. Remember, careful. But um, that was that was a great one, the Re- the Wrexham one. But we've only played Newport twice in the cup, fifty nine and sixty. Um, we beat them, I think, after a replay, okay. and then we beat them four one down there the year before we won the double. And they've had a you know Newport being out of the league folded, have come back. Yeah. Justin uh, Edinburgh was was, 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 yeah. was yes, manager, he was, yeah. wasn't he? Well, when they came up, from what North. I think is fantastic is when they do. You know, beat Leeds. They get a great draw in the next round. Same as Colchester. A couple of years ago, we went to Colchester. Mm. Was it third or fourth round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I remember that. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Yeah. And we beat them. And I think we will beat them on Sunday, Saturday. Um, it's the magic of the cup, isn't it? If we should lose it, it'd be a nightmare for all of us. But 
That's the car magic, but I don't think we will. So what, what do you reckon, Mike? I, I want to ask you a question. So, yes, it looks like we're up for the cup, and, and, we, and I expect that, you know, when you speak to Graham, Graham will probably talk well, about... Well, obviously we'll be talking about... Talking about the, the fact that you need to get something under your belt, isn't it, Graham? You know, you've got to get, you've got to get mm. a cup to start the run, to start winning things. Well, as, I think as fans... I mean, I know Pochettino's got... It's all about top four Champions League, and I get that financially. I get that. But as fans, we've banged on about this so many times on this show... There's nothing better than, you know, winning a pot, as they say, and fans having that thing. I mean, what was, the, what was it, 2008 Chelsea was the last trophy? Yeah. That was a game where, again, on paper, we were the unders, absolutely not expected to win. Chelsea had a brilliant team on paper. And we were great. And we, and we went a goal down. Penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, God. You know, to come back. And, yeah, we all remember that day. We all remember the memories. And you probably got a Chelsea mate who you met in the pub afterwards and all that great stuff. And, and that's what, as a fan, football is all about, is those individual memories of games or moments that you and your family never forget. Yeah. And I think people within football, is a job, don't realise that and don't get it and, and whatever. But I think, I hope this season, the very fact, the irony that our home ground is Wembley, you know, if we, if we reach the FA Cup final, it's technically a home game. <laughs> How many? Will be something that you'll look back and go, <laughs> well, you, know what? you know, whatever. How yeah, many you won, you won the FA Cup. In the past 28 years. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Mike, know, Mike, Mike, there's, a, there's, a, there's an FA rule, you know. They can't play the final at our home ground of one of the teams. That is still in the rule book, that rule. And obviously, <laughs> obviously they will not have it this year if we get there. And the semi-finals can't be at the home ground of a certain team. So hold on. So Do you happen? think, is that something that is going to be binding? They're going to stick by? There's no way, is there? No way. There's no way. It's not going to be Hackney no Marshes, is it, instead? Yeah, exactly. you know, They will change that rule. But there is a rule in the rule book that the semi-finals and the final has to be on neutral ground. But hold on, I better say, because I've actually been told off at Spurs many years ago, you tempted fate, you can't do that. And then something Willie, I'm sure, knows a good a fair, fair bit about, don't be mentioning things that haven't happened yet. But, oh, um, so, you know, yeah, that that's, <laughs> should we get to the semi-final? Then yes. be unlikely, should we get there, that that may be, be the case, that you wouldn't be allowed to well, play the not FA, that we're there yet. I already. think, you know, our mates in the media are going to pick up on this soon and, uh, and start writing about it if we advance, because... This is next to Kane off to Madrid as soon as the FA Cup's won <laughs> at home, which will be moved to somewhere else. Right, fine. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but that is, that is the law. There's the rule at the moment. And they'll have to change it. But, I mean, you if know, if, if we get through at the weekend, yes. you sort of go... I mean, you know, let, let, who, where, you know, where have we done badly recently? You know, unless we get a kind of, I don't know what, Chelsea away, Man City away in the next round, you kind of go, well, it's a chance, isn't it? I mean, I know it's only the fourth round, but, you know, it's sort of, yeah. obviously we'll talk with Graham um, later, but that 81 run, we did actually, we didn't play any of the top six teams at all. We, no, we had, yeah. you know, you know Coventry, Exeter, Mike. QPR, yeah. Blessed God, this is another. That was eighty-two. Yeah, another, 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 another run like that. Do you know I'd like to ask everybody whether right now we want to win a trophy, whether you would rather win the FA Cup or finish in the top four? Well, I know the answer. For a show, I mean, obviously you're you're at home. This is lost on you. But for a show of hands, would you take 
finishing fifth Europa League, but winning the FA Cup this season by a show of hands. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and the other way around, not win the FA Cup at top four. I go 50 city. Oh, yeah. This, I go 50 50. I have 60 40, yeah. 60 40 in favour of the trophy. Favour of the FA Cup. First season at the new ground, Champions League. Throw that players. in as well. Might yeah. think a little different. Save the FA Cup for next year. <laughs> we're doing we're do yeah, a this deal. This is the dilemma, isn't it? It really is. This is, this is the dilemma. Or oh, winning the Champions League, as Graham just said. Winning the Champions yeah. League and the FA Cup. FA oh. Cup or Champions See, League. It's t- turning into a workshop now. <laughs> so. Anyway, that anyway, bit, a few bits of business. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Get the free app, app.spursia.net. Pete Hayne very kindly reminded me. The last live event we did was with Glenn Hoddle, the Christmas show. Uh, and Pete mentioned someone quite clearly going to the event because he found your bag on the tube near Euston uh, with all these Spurs memorabilia. So you obviously showed up and went, oh, fuck. Well, so Pete had a good look in the bag. Yeah, and obviously did. first. He rummaged through it. It's yeah, on yeah, eBay yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, no, so if you are listening out there and you left a bag of wonderful memorabilia, oh, no, didn't get it signed. Sure Contact the club. We know what was in there. We'll, we'll, we'll get it back to and you. And we'll show so, you the lot for an inflated yeah, price. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The Trevisani um, signed photograph we've got yeah. our eyes on at the moment, by the way. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, obviously, the, the next show you'll hear is, is the special with Grey Roberts. Next week, Theo Delaney is here with Sean Singleton, Russell Goldsmith, and Richard Brecker. Um, but for now, I mean, there's so much we talk about, but we've got so much more to do to now. Uh, for now, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Paul Coit, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And Mike Collett, lovely. Thank you so oh, much for joining you. us. Until then, come on, you Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but 
nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.